Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Strike! Tell me something I don't know, Ump. Well, unlike that nasty curveball, there aren't any surprises when you finance your next car with Carvana. You get real terms personalized for you right in your strike zone. Really? Steerai! How am I supposed to focus when you're telling me about Carvana? Well, Slugger, you gotta keep your eye on the ball. Just like you can keep an eye on your customized down and monthly car payments. I can customize those? He's out and on his way to finance his next car with Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Welcome to another episode of Mystery Bible. I'm Ken Primus, your host. In this episode, we're going to discuss the Adamic Age, the time of man. We're going to discuss this new creation in the recreated earth that was destroyed due to the sins of the angels in the first age. We'll do a brief recap as to what happened in the first age and then we will go straight into our study of the Adamic age. We'll be right back after this message. Mystery Bible. Let's do a recap as to what happened as we had talked about in um, the pre-academic age so that we can come up to speed and then we can continue our study. Um, Isaiah 45 18 it talks about um, that God uh, it says that for the, uh, thus saith the Lord who created the heavens who is God who formed the earth and made it who has established it who did not create it in vain meaning um, the word vain means uh, not in chaos uh, who formed it to be inhabited I am the Lord and there is no other and so we see that um, uh, Genesis chapter 1 God uh, created the world and the earth to be inhabited and we saw the destruction of the um, of the first age caused by the sin of Lucifer when he wanted to rebel against God and uh, we we took note of that in Isaiah chapter 14 verses 12 through 17 Ezekiel chapter 12 um, I think it's 28 12 to 15 was Ezekiel that um, chronicles what happened with Lucifer and how he fell and so uh, we know that that particular uh, time came to an end uh, due to his rebellion, uh, the Bible tells us in uh, Revelations 12, 7 through 9 that uh, Michael the archangel and uh, his angels um, uh, kicked out uh, uh, Lucifer and his angels out of heaven and they fell towards the earth and the earth became um, darkness and so forth. And that's what happened and uh, places in uh, Genesis chapter 1 verses 2. Now. Um, the Adamic age, as the Bible suggests, it suggests that it will last somewhere around 7,000 years. Um, uh, and then that would end 
in some form of catastrophe and uh, it will then usher in the millennium age where Christ will rule in Jerusalem as stated in the Bible. And so um, that is a, a kind of a, a overview or a quick overview as to what happened in uh, the pre-Adamic age after Lucifer decided that he wanted to be like God and so he um, uh, purposed in his heart that he will, um, he will uh, 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 go up to heaven and dethrone God at least you know, you know uh, that's what his intention was and so now we are going to begin the Adamic age looking at uh, Genesis chapter 1 verses 2 and it reads this way in the King James and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters and now when you look at that verse reading it in that vein you don't really get a sense of what was happening at that time when the Spirit of God was um, hovering over the, the, the deeps, as it says. Uh, the more um, original language would read, Genesis 1-2 would read, the earth became, uh, that word was, was, uh, was a misinterpretation, it actually states that the, word, the earth became chaotic and wasted, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God um, the uh, actually the the word that was used that for hovering is uh, the spelling of it is R A C H A P H uh, I believe it's pronounced uh, Rashif, which means to shake, and so um, it tells us that um, and I and I mentioned to you that I believe that um, as a result of that catastrophic incident that happened in the first age that uh, it brought upon the earth the ice age and um, as a result of that uh, now you're, you're coming you, there's darkness on the on the earth and so God now is going to re uh, recreate what was destroyed um, as we read in Isaiah that the earth was um, created to be inhabited so God has to fix this, um, this thing back together again so that it can be inhabited once more. And so that word is that the Holy that the Spirit of God um, was, uh, it means that uh, hovering, it, it, the, the Ratcliffe means to, that it was shaking. It, the, the accurate translation of it, that it, the Spirit of God was shaking the surface of the waters. And so, um, how are you going to shake the surface of the water? Um, and I believe that uh, that was the ice, that he was actually breaking up the ice uh, that was all over the earth and uh, breaking that so that the melting process can begin and for God to begin to start uh, recreating the earth and uh, um, uh, putting it back so that he can put his, his uh, creation to... Um, to have uh, dominion over all of those um, uh, and every everyone that is here in, in, in the earth and we're gonna go and take a look at it and show that Lucifer and the angels uh, that he fell with him they were here on the earth and so God gave this man that he created 
uh, dominion over him. And so we're going to go into what uh, Lucifer saw and why he became so jealous that um, um, God gave this man, this creation, the one thing that he wanted more than anything else, and that was to be like God. And so God gave this man uh, that title where the scripture tells us in, in Psalms that he calls us little gods. But let's uh, take a look and go day by day and see what was happening. Um, as I mentioned, that word in uh, verse 2, uh, the word was, was became. And so the, the, it became the way it was. And um, uh, that uh, word is, I think the word is uh, Haya, H-A-Y-A-H is the Hebrew word. I know I probably am uh, uh, massacring the pronunciation, but um, uh, the intention is there and, and just to bring you the, the information as to the misinterpretation of the scripture. And so, um, so let's take a look at the first day and um, we'll read it and then we'll go back into um, uh, what was uh, going on with, uh, uh, the, the, uh, with God and how he stepped in to uh, finish this, um, uh, the creation and so forth. Let's take a look at day one. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And so, um, and God said, uh, and God called the light day, you know, uh, actually let me go back into verse 3. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light, it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. And so, this is the first day, and if you take a look at the, um, the language uh, that is spoken of in there, says the phrase, especially the phrase, uh, let there be, is a phrase that was um, uh, the word haya, which means to become, to come into, to come to pass, to happen, to be done. Uh, so the suggestion here is that God was indicating that it wasn't, the light wasn't really created at this point. He was just giving it permission to come back, let there be. And so let's take a look at the, um, the second day. And God said, let there be the firmaments in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the water. And God made the firmaments and divided the waters from which under the firmaments from, which, from the water which were above the firmament, and it was so. And so, um, on this particular day, um, which uh, we are looking at, we see that... Uh, the firmaments, God began to lift the waters from the waters. He began to lift it and actually um, bringing it into the firmament is referred to the space or the expanse within the earth atmosphere, between the earth's surface and the cloud strata. So that's what God was putting together when God formed the firmament um, using, you know, uh, um, uh, 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 the word to begin to create and to change and, and to to change what was destroyed um, through that fall. And so uh, we will take a look at that word, um, the Haya, which is basically and let there be, and it's about getting permission to, to come back into existence. 
and uh, we're gonna take a look at the third day and um, we will see what God was doing on the third day um, and you know it, it's really you think of uh, right here we're gonna go into as we get back into the things he was God was exercising a, a law that we will get into later on and that law is what is defined as faith uh, calling those things that are not as though they were and bringing things and, and creating and he made you and I um, uh, creators as well and so um, it tells us that uh, he, he, he began to, to you know move the waters and so forth and um, to, to create uh, the, the heavens and then now we're going to look and see what he does on the earth and God said let the waters under the heavens be gathered together unto one place and let the dry land appear and it was so and God called the day the, uh, called the dry land earth and the gathering together of the waters he called the sea and so God uh, created the, um, the, the earth the dry land and the sea on, on that day and so um, that word, I know there's a phrase that gathered together when he's gathering together the waters is uh, 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 kiva and it means to bring together, to, to collect, to gather together. Um, and so uh, uh, he was gathering all the things together, uh, the waters and so forth. And so we are going to go into verse 11 and God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed and the fruit yielding uh, uh, and the fruit trees yielding fruit after his kind and with the seed in itself upon the earth and it was so and the earth brought forth grass herb yielding seed after his kind and the tree yielding fruit whose seeds was in itself after his kind and God saw that it was good and the evening and the morning was the third day and so um, that's what he did he put together the dry land the seas the grass the herbs the trees and all that stuff on the third day and now we get to um, uh, day number four when the Sun and the moon is put together and uh, given permission now to, 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 to come forth and the fourth day when the Sun and, and God said let there be light and the firmament of the heaven to divide the day and from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years and let them be for light in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and it was so and God made two great lights the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night he made the stars also and God set them in the firmaments of the heaven to give the light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness and God saw that it was good and the evening and the morning were the fourth day and so he continues the expression again as I mentioned to be to you let there be was basically given permission and we so far God hasn't really um, created anything he's just actually um, coming in and, and um, uh, putting things back together that was there and um, uh, day five is when we begin to see 
that God does something and start creating at that time. And so we're going to uh, take a break and be right back after this message. Welcome back. Now let's take a look at uh, day five. I want to take a look and see what God did on day five. And as I mentioned before the break, that it was in this verse that God be first began to create. And um, a man was not the very first thing that he created. So we're going to go into that as well and see what was the very first thing that God created in this new um, this new earth that he was putting together for his uh, the pinnacle of his creation which is man but it was not the very first thing that he created so day five this is day five God creates uh, he's, he's, re he's creating the, the, um, the sea creatures um, uh, sea life and bird life and it reads this way and God said, let the, word, the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creatures that has life and fowls that may fly above the earth in the open firmaments of heaven. And God created great whales. And we'll take a look at that word created. Um, it is the, actually the first time that we see that word is um, B-A-R-A. And uh, that's the very first time that we see it in the scriptures, and that word is is uh, very important to, to note that it means creation to bring something um, out of um, out of nothing. And so let's let's finish that up, and then we'll go into that. It says, and God created great whales, and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind and every winged fowl after his kind and God saw that it was good and God blessed it blessed them saying be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the sea and let fowls multiply in the earth and the evening and the morning were the fifth day and so I want to go into that scripture a little there's a couple of things uh, which I, I want to go into. First, we talk about um, uh, uh, bara, that word that uh, uh, is meaning that God created something out of nothing. And so um, <clears throat> the word bring forth that uh, he had mentioned uh, earlier, um, it says to, it's called Shiraz. And... Um, it's spelled S-H-A-R-A-T-S, and it means to uh, to abound. And so and that's when he speaks to the um, uh, the the, uh, uh, the waters, the, the, the creatures that came out of the water where he says brought forth abundantly, uh, bring forth abundantly, which means to, to abound, to, to uh, you, you know. And... Um, so God, the first thing that he created was, as I mentioned, is not uh, a man. It was the great whales and every living creature that moved, which the waters brought forth abundantly. And so 
Um, uh, it was, as, as I mentioned, that man was created because we always think that uh, it was man that was the creation that he, he, he first put together. But no, it was not. And so um, we then look at the sixth day when man and animals were created on the dry land. So God had to first, he came um, as a result of the fall. Um, the ice age came. The spirit of God came, moved upon the earth, shook it, uh, shook loose all the ice on, on, on the planet earth to cause the, the melting which caused all the great waters, and then he had to separate the waters um, and so forth, uh, create the, the heavens. I mean, he created the, the dry lands. He did all of that stuff. And now he's preparing. Um, he's preparing. The whole thing is driven, that's driving God the Father, is love. His love, um, and he wants to create and bring forth a, a being that he can... Uh, love and express his love through and for them to have this relationship with him we're gonna and and um, that's why he's doing all of this stuff so the father loves us Jesus loves us the Holy Spirit loves us um, and they all made sacrifice to get um, this creature back to what we call um, reconciliation of, of his his his, um, his man so let's take a look at the sixth day and um, uh, go into that. And God said, let the earth bring forth the living creatures after his kind, cattle and creeping things, beasts of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth after his kind and the cattle after their kind. And everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping things that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. And God created he him, male and female, created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And that's in Genesis chapter 1, 24 to 28. And that's a lot... To that was said in there and the word again uh, he said bring forth that word bring forth is um, uh, yes sir y-a-t-s-a which means to bring out to appear um, and that was when uh, he was talking about uh, uh, the living creatures that they would um, uh, bring forth after their kind and um, uh, the word made uh, is the word asho which I mentioned it means to refine, means to, to, to refine something. And the word create, that God says, and God created man. Um, and that was B-A-R-A. -A. And that is a new thing. 
creating something out of that um, was not there before. And so that word was used twice. It was referred, number one, when he created the great whales, and um, number two, when he created his, um, his man, his beloved, uh, um, uh, uh, our, you know, the Bible calls us the apple of his eye. And so um, he begins to do a couple of things in the scripture and um, I wanted to go in to man because this is something that we need to understand about man and about that creature that he, he creates. In, uh, that, and I'm going to read this scripture so that you and I can see for ourselves what it says. But I wanted to go into a little about <coughs> the, the, the creature man. So he's finished with the earth. Uh, he's done. Uh, he started, as I mentioned before, the Holy Spirit came, saw the eyes that was there, shake it. He begins to, um, the, the water, the ice begins to melt, which causes all of this water to, to be there. God began to deal with the water situation. And um, uh, he created the dry land. He created the, the expanse. He did all the things that he had purpose to do in order to bring his man on, on, on the earth. And I, we read about when God says, let us create man. And, and the purpose of God creating the mankind was that he would do, have dominion over everything that he created. And so God has given to him this dimension and he's saying to him that this is your dimension. I want you to have dominion over it. I want you to be the God of it. The Bible, as I mentioned earlier, the Bible tells us that we are little gods. It calls us little gods, but it also warns us and admonishes that we will die as mere men uh, because uh, we don't understand and know who we truly are. And so, um, so here is this creation and God now creates his man and um, he turns around and um, he tells this man that, and God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and uh, have dominion over it. Now, this is all the stuff God is just basically putting together and telling you the purpose of it. So um, at this time, you know, uh, 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 there is one thing that I wanted to mention to you, and it's called, is that piece when God said, and God blessed them. And he commanded them, and he told them to be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And we're going to go into what that whole statement means. And it's called, the scripture calls it, uh, God um, uh, titles give to man the power that he used to create and he's relinquishing it to us and he calls it the blessing and so um where he says and be uh, and god blessed them and so god empowered them to do to replenish and to have dominion over all the creatures that he created and those creatures that uh, god created included lucifer included the one the angels the one third of the angels that were here on the earth to actually witness this re um, recreation of the earth and the creation of the man and so um uh, chapter two talks about um you know it says thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them 
and the seventh day God ended his work uh, which he had made and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made and God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. And so um, this man, I wanted to talk a little about who he is uh, that the Bible says is God's, um, the apple of his eyes. And um, as we look into uh, the topic of the man, the being, you and I, you will notice that uh, if you read the scripture, it tells you that this man was uh, has uh, three parts in him. Uh, he is a spirit. He has a soul. And he lives in a body. And that's how we, 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 we try to make it as simple as possible. And walk with me through this. So, so God creates this uh, uh, earth, or recreate the earth. And now he created this man. And so he um, has to, um, where was the man? I always ask this question to people when I was uh, teaching and preaching and follow, tra- traveling all over the world teaching. I would ask this to the, to the preachers and I saw the that their eyes were just for lack of a better word bugging out of their heads when i would ask them this question where was the man or the creature man when god was creating the earth and this is what i want you people to understand who you are and so they would they would look at me and they couldn't understand the question because they were closed-minded and i would ask them again where was the man and so after a while, you see him trying to contemplate it, but they're, they, I don't know if they were afraid to talk about it or just, I think they're just afraid to say it because no one wants to think of themselves as have that kind of power. But we do have that kind of power. God intended us to have that kind of power. That's why he made us. Um, so um, uh, the creature man was in God in him. The scripture tells us that Jesus was the only begotten son. He proceeded out of the father. It tells us also that the spirit of God proceeded from the father. And so now here comes this man, this creature that he is making. And so God makes a mud body, a shape that looks like him. Meaning when you say look like him in, in the image of him, that image is that the scripture says that God has a hand, he has a face, he has a back. He told Moses, you can't see my face, you could look at my back because if you see my face, you're going to die. Um, and so if you go through the scriptures, you'll see it talks about um, Isaiah and all these men see the ancients of days. They call him on the throne. They see a waist, they see feet and all these type of stuff. So we are made in his image. And so now, after he f- manipulated the, the dirt, he then kisses this creation. And Lucifer must have been really, really upset because now he sees God takes this mud that is just, there's no life in it. It's just a, a thing, a lifeless, you know, uh, um, uh, a shell. And that's what you and I turn to after we die. After the essence of us leaves, that shell that hangs right there and it goes back to the dust. And so God now releases with a kiss, gentle kiss. The scripture says the breath of life. He released a piece of him into, he 
broke off a piece of his spirit and released him into this house that is called flesh. And the reason why I asked the question, where was the man, um, was to point to this one truth, that the man was in God, creating the universe with him along with God. So you and I are creators of this universe, working with God. And so that is a powerful thing to, to, to grasp. And once you grasp that, you'll understand the power of who you are and how precious you are. That's why God had to come and uh, uh, Jesus died to pay a price to win, get you back because you are a part of God. And so he releases this, this, um, his spirit into man. And the scripture tells us, if you look at Thessalonians uh, 5.23, it says, it reads this way, And God, and the God of peace himself, sanctify you wholly, and may your spirit and soul and body be preserved completely without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so that scripture tells us that you and I, we are spirit. We are a spirit first. And we have a soul. The soul is basically your mind and um, your 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 emotions and so forth. Your body, you know, your body. And uh, but that spirit man in Zechariah, you see Zechariah twelve one talks about that. Um, Ephesians two one, uh, Ephesians two five, Colossians two thirteen. Uh, these are all scriptures that talk about the the, the spirit of man. And you have spirit. You have uh, scriptures all over about the soul, and and Genesis two seven, and man became a living soul. Um, you have uh, in Matthew sixteen twenty four to twenty six, Luke nine twenty three to twenty four talks about that about the soul, um, and you know of course the body, and so um, you and I are that powerful, and so Lucifer sees this. What has God done? And what did Lucifer said he wants to do? He wants to be like God. That's why he said, "Let me ascend into the heavens, to um, to get to 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 reign and be like God." And so here, God um, creates this universe and puts this man here and gives him the authority to become the God of this universe and this dimension. Lucifer was angry. And so from that point on, when he saw that, his goal was simply to deceive the man from, you know, about who he truly is so that he can now have dominion over everything on this earth. And so that's why, you know, uh, Lucifer uh, was scheming and trying from that point because he saw an app, an opportunity where he can become the god of this universe, and so he, the only thing that he had on him that he could come and do that was deception, and that's his uh, his uh, motus uh, 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 that he does today. That's how he does, uh, you know, he, he does his work today. He still is uh, the deceiver. The scripture calls him, but mankind is a spirit first, soul, and body. Now, the spirit part of that man was to keep him in contact with God, to be one with the Father, to be in communication with Him at all times. 
And what happened at the fall was that God said to man, the day that you touch this fruit, you shall surely die. And so the spirit man died, um, but it also affected the man's being to a cellular level. He affected, that sin affected all of him, the spirit of him, the soul of him, the body of him. And so that is why today you and I get sick and that's all this stuff. And even the restoration, Jesus Christ came to restore that position. And the only way that we can walk that walk is through faith. And so God also was trying to, he, he told the man, as you begin to study the word, you'll see that it was as this custom between the man and God to come and meet in the daytime uh, to talk and stuff like that. And so um, that basically, folks, is the creation, why God created uh, the earth, what happened at the first uh, age. Uh, we talked about, as I mentioned, with the ages um, they are the pre-Adamic age. This is the Adamic age that we're discussing. The age of Israel under the covenant, the old covenant. The age of the church under the new covenant, which we are in today. The millennium age is the kingdom of God where Jesus is in control for that thousand years. The great white throne judgment when everyone comes to, to, the, to the Father to be judged, all the spirits. And then we have the eternal age which goes on beyond that. And so... Um, I am excited about what we are studying and it is my pleasure to bring these things to you so that you and I can study, so that we can, um, as I always say, so that you and I can become effective and change this world. Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that He has provided for us that we may become effective for His kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode. Search for Mystery Bible on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Breaker, Outcasts, Radio Public, and many more. Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that He has provided for us that we may become effective for His kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode.